This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 480, The Confident Mind, a battle-tested guide to unshakable performance. Good morning, and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down some key lessons and actionable steps from Dr. Nate Zinzer's book, The Confident Mind, including an affirmation you can record yourself to help overcome your worst fears and pinnacle moments of achievement. Let's dig in. We all get nervous, but what's your plan to overcome it? You know, fear is the biggest obstacle between you and who you want to be and know you can become. And since we all get nervous and we all experience butterflies in our stomach and we all freeze in the face of daunting challenges, what separates the elite performers from the rest of us? In a word, confidence. In the episode this week, I'll discuss Dr. Nate Zenzer's book, The Confident Mind, and about how you can enter into your next arena with a game plan that can overcome just about anything that's in your way. One thing that I have found to be extraordinarily helpful over the last few years is to listen to audiobooks and podcasts specifically around topics of things that kind of freak me out. <laughs> this is, it's been a mantra of mine, not to say that every day I'm taking on something that scares me, but on that same line of thinking, I am intentionally listening to things that I think I need a lot of help in. Uh, I recently listened to a book about how to do hard things first. Uh, I listened to this book about a confident mind. I'm currently on a new book about financial challenges that I need to overcome to pursue my next big goals. I'm seeking out on purpose things that are my next big weakness, my next big area of forward movement. And I would argue, despite how this podcast sounds, that one of my biggest weaknesses over the last few years is confidence which might sound, once again, weird, but yet that's what I experience because I am challenging myself to do things in ways I've never done them. And any time that you take on something that is new, that is potentially challenging, that is that falls into the category of the unknown, one of the most automatic human responses to the unknown is fear. It is an automatic rejection of the possibility of leaning in. It is an absolute rejection of, I'm not going to go there. No, 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 no. Walk away. Ooh, bad. Scary. Right? We have this sense of, that's not for me. Even if it's something you actually want or need or would be very helpful to experience, we tend to take this approach of, I'm going to step away from that. <laughs> I'm going to find a distraction, find something else to pursue. So one of the things that I have done recently is to intentionally listen to audiobooks to to take me past that mental hurdle. And confidence is an interesting topic to me because you could argue based upon uh, past experience, if you do something enough times in a row, you gain confidence. And yes, repetition certainly is powerful here, but there's a lot more to it, especially from the perspective of elite performance or the perspective of wanting to become one of the world's greatest at, fill in the blank, when you have a higher bar, when you are a high achiever who wants to take 
yourself, your business, your life, your relationships, your experiences to a level that you have never seen, to a level that you have never even imagined was possible for you, it takes a different way of thinking. Who you are today cannot be what takes you to the next level because you have to grow and improve and become a new person to experience something at a higher level. This is something that I missed for a long time. I thought that by doing the same thing over and over, I'd get different results. We all know that's the definition of being crazy, at least the commonly accepted one. So we have to change. Change is baked into that, acknowledging that there are going to be new experiences, that facing fears, that going into the unknown is part of the experience. That means by default, we have to address this topic of confidence. How do you confidently take on something that is new? How do you confidently approach something that may not even be new? It's an old fear. It's an old challenge. It's a, a fear of public speaking, a fear of skydiving, a fear of you know, snakes, whatever the thing is you're, you're freaked out about. How do you gain confidence to begin to take steps towards that next big thing for you? Uh, to break out of your job and become an entrepreneur, to to ask your your girlfriend to marry you, like whatever the thing is, right? We all have these things that kind of go, whoa, I'm a little nervous here. What do I do? Well, that's where the confidence conversation comes in. And that's where I think this book does a phenomenal job at addressing this idea of, I want more from my life, but I also acknowledge my weaknesses. I acknowledge my fears. I acknowledge reality. And here's a game plan. Here are action steps I can take to go from where I am into the next arena or into the arena I'm always in, but now I can perform at a significantly higher level. I can really step up and do more and be more. And I love that because it just has personal growth just wrapped into a nice little present. Like it's a great, great thing. So this book from Dr. Nate Zinzer is a great one. He's a guy who has worked a lot at West Point. He has a lot of experience with sports psychology and military uh, experiences. And his book is very much focused on sports and the military, which from my personal perspective became a bit distracting in the book. It was harder for me to relate to a lot of the examples uh, because I'm not an Olympic athlete. I also have no military experience. Not that I couldn't find a connection point through these things, but there was a bit of a challenge there. So hopefully through my discussion here, uh, you'll get some of these key ideas. And, and the the action step at the end of this episode, I'll just give you the, the sneaky heads up here. It's about affirmations, the thing that I pitched at the beginning of the episode. Affirmations for a long time in my personal growth journey, I wrote off as woo-woo. I wrote off as just some silly vision statement mantra, this thing has no value for me. This book changed that perspective in a very real way. Dr. Zinzer did a, does a very good job in this book of not only breaking down the power of affirmations, but with extraordinarily specific examples that you can model after to write and then record your own affirmation that you can then play back to yourself literally every day. So that when you enter into your arena, whatever that happens to be, you will have a level of confidence and preparation you've never had before. That's hard to beat, right? That's the kind of thing that says, whoa, I can go take on this thing I'm freaked out about, but do so with more confidence, with a greater set of skills and execute at a higher level and get the results I want. I'm in. That sounds great. 
So that's what this whole thing is leading towards. So keep that in mind as we discuss uh, these various components here. So let's kick this off with the first key idea from the book about what confidence actually is as defined by Dr. Zinser. So he says that confidence is a sense of certainty about your ability, which allows you to bypass conscious thought and execute unconsciously. Okay, one more time here. Confidence is a set of certainty about your ability in some arena of life, which allows you to bypass your conscious thoughts, which generally are fears, and then execute unconsciously, which generally would be your previous set of skills you've built up. So let's give an example to that. What that really is, is tapping into your muscle memory while doing a task. So let's say it's public speaking. You're going to present a a paper at the next conference. You're going to talk at work about something. Well, you have a history of speaking, most likely. You've talked before. There's a good chance you know your content. That's why you're up there giving this presentation. The question, though, is how do you bypass the conscious fears of being in front of other people to deliver the same talk? And so this book, using that as a context for an example here, this book allows you to address this idea of confidence or a sense of certainty about your ability to speak, which allows you to bypass your fear of public speaking and then execute unconsciously to actually deliver the talk based upon that unconscious set of skills and that unconscious set of abilities that definitely exists, but you need to tap into it so you can actually deliver in a way that is at a high level. So the way I view this as is that confidence really is not just muscle memory, but it's also accessing your intuition. It's like a real deep dive into the subconscious of who you really are. It is also mentally leaving your scenario, like literally go like third party, like outside of your body uh, experience to avoid what you might consciously experience as a distraction or a fear. I don't think this is always going to be helpful, but I do think there's a lot of value in really understanding the environment that you're in and knowing when your conscious thought is loud and distracting and fearful and to be able to say, no, 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 I've got a strategy here. I've got a solution here that bypasses this that allows me to execute at a higher level despite what I'm thinking or feeling or experiencing on a conscious level. So that's, in a sense, what confidence really is, according to Dr. Zinzer, is this ability to execute unconsciously. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. 
Now, here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, the second key lesson from the book related to confidence here is to accept what you cannot change. On this podcast, I've discussed quite a bit on this idea of focusing on your controllables, right? You have the power to change your life, like that conversation. You can change your life. You do have controllables. And one of the key areas of confidence is to stay in that zone in a very clear way. If you let's use the example once again of public speaking. If you stay in that zone of focusing on your controllables and ignoring things you don't control, ignoring things that are outside of your purview, it allows you to stay focused on your next action because it is very actionable. Controllables, by definition, are actionable. So it gives you a focus of, okay, let's do this thing next. Forget the rest. Let me say this next line. Forget the heckler in the back of the audience. Let me deliver this next part of the speech. Forget the fact that I'm sweating. You're saying, I'm focusing on what I can control, which is delivering this talk, and I'm going to ignore the fact that my armpits look like I've been in a tsunami, right? That's how this thing tends to go. Your your mental rehearsal for these confidence-building activities uh, really has this vibe of controllables, action steps, and a positive possible outcome. He uses the example of saying things like, let's see how well I can do, or I can do something great here which I find to be very good and very helpful. Uh, What I think is the more, I think the actionable component here is the thing to lean on because that's what's going to lead to you doing the next thing. Thinking positively is fine and there's an element to it, but the real core about this is not about thinking positively. That's like real surface level for this conversation. What we're talking about is positive thinking that is anchored in positive action. It is anchored in something that is literally pushing you towards the results. It's not just some, once again, a mantra or a vision statement or some fluffy affirmation. We're talking about things that are anchored in reality, which then pushes you towards your goal. The third element is to build your mental bank account. Um, I actually found this conversation to be pretty similar to the green pen strategy I discussed in my second book, The Free Time Formula, which is the green pen strategy is basically amplifying things you're already good at. The way that Dr. Zinter talks about this is looking for past successes you can draw from. So your mental bank account is going to be this area where you're dropping in these positive examples and positive past successes and these things that will, you know, exemplify and reamplify what you're great at so you can go do more of it. You use what you already know and understand so you can leverage all of that to your advantage, especially in those moments where everything's on the line. You know, you're on the stage, it's happening, we're there. Well, how do you leverage your past successes in a way that says, I've got the actionable steps, I've got the positive mindset, and I have the past experience, the past success to basically validate to myself, yes, I've got this. Let's go move forward, no problem. The second component of this mental bank account is constructive thinking in the present. So in other words, you're going to repeat positive, true statements 
over and over and over again that are related to your ability, right? Like I can do a great public speaking engagement. I can say these things well. I can deliver this message. It is it is based in this idea of your ability. Like I can do fill in the blank, whatever the thing is. I can easily write this book. I can easily build this business. I have the abilities to graduate with this, this degree. Like I have this constructive, positive, true statement that is not logically contradictory. Let me pause here for a second and acknowledge why in the past I have basically thought that affirmations were not for me, which is that oftentimes affirmations and mantras can be construed or I guess they're put together in a way that makes you say things that aren't true, (laughs) that you're going to repeat something about yourself that is factually incorrect or just a flat out lie. The intention behind all of this and any great affirmation is that's never part of it. This is not about lying to yourself or beefing yourself up in a way that is untrue to your reality. It is baked in things that are factually, verifiably true about yourself. And when that becomes the mantra, then it is once again anchored in reality. Your positive thinking is positive because it is. It's not even debatable. And that's going to give you such a better place to build from, and you're going to add to that over time. We'll add more mantras, more affirmations, more true statements that are positive, that are bigger and better as you progress forward. The final component of the mental bank account uh, discussion is envisioning your ideal future. In other words, being very specific and clarifying your finish line with a lot of detail and accuracy. This is knowing what it is you're after. One of the things I've talked about for a long time is about vague goals. If someone says my goal is to be healthy, that's not a goal at all. If someone says my goal is to lose 25 pounds, that's a goal. We can verify it, we can measure it, we can work towards it. When you're envisioning your ideal future and you're going to incorporate these affirmations to really guide you in that direction and build your confidence towards something, we have to know what the something is. There has to be extraordinary clarity on what the finish line looks like exactly. It's not going to be some fuzzy, vague thing. You're not going to wonder what it is. It should be so specific, you can explain to somebody else and they can say, yeah, I get that. I know what you're doing. That makes total sense to me. And if it's not that clear, you got to go back and clarify it so that not only you can tell someone else, but you can tell yourself. So you are clear. So when you build your action steps towards this vision, it's going to be clear where you're going. The fourth area of the book, I think that really speaks to confidence at a higher level, that one that I would, I'm excited to try in the future more of is entering the arena with confidence. Entering the arena is a phrase he uses quite a bit, in part because he's talking to Olympic athletes and people who are literally doing these high-level athletic events. But your arena could once again be at the office, it could be in the park, it could be in your home office, wherever this thing happens to be. Your arena is your place where you're going to do your thing. And so the goal here is to envision race day. Race day would be the day of the performance, the day of the event, the day that you're going to be doing this thing. Now, if you're doing this thing every single day, if your task is a daily objective, your race day is every day and you're entering the arena every single time you enter your office or enter the gym. But that's going to be your place where you're trying to to amp up your confidence. And our goal here is to envision what it means to 
outline what the race day arena looks and feels like. I've talked in this show before about specific training. Uh, so in the example of a trail marathon, this is a great one because it's very personal for me. I am currently training for a trail marathon. And one of the best ways to train for a trail marathon is to run the trails longer and longer until you get to a marathon distance, which sounds very silly on its face. But what specific training says is I'm going to specifically train for the thing I'm trying to achieve In other words, I'm not going to do as much of the cross-training or alternative objectives, alternative methods. So from that example, you would say, well, if my goal is a trail marathon, if I spend a lot of time on my bike cycling, I might be getting in better shape, but I'm not specifically training for the event. If I spend a lot of time reading running books or doing push-ups or going to the sauna, they're all good activities. But none of those are specifically me running on a trail. So the goal here of entering your arena, of envisioning race day, is to be very specific about this is the activity. We're going direct line, A to Z, no distractions, nothing else to happen. Go right to the result you want. With that in mind, it's a faster process. You can get to the end result you want more quickly And you're going to be building the set of skills around the exact activity in a direct manner, which gives you more confidence because you're not concerned about anything else, just the thing you set out to do. And there's a lot of power in that. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lesson number five is that limiting beliefs are more powerful than you realize. This kind of hits home for me in a lot of ways because Every single time that I realize that I am my own worst enemy, it sucks (laughs) that I am the one holding myself back. Action comes before confidence. And one of the things about limiting beliefs is that we tend to limit our own beliefs on something we haven't yet taken action on. In other words, we're lacking confidence or we have fear about something we haven't even tried to overcome yet. We haven't even given an effort towards the thing. So, of course, we have fear of the unknown. Of course, we have these limiting beliefs. Of course, we are holding ourselves back because we haven't even started yet. 
And so one of the most difficult things to do in the beginning is to acknowledge that this is real for you, that this is true, that you have a limiting belief. And if you actually push yourself towards the starting line, then you can actually start and then get feedback and then pivot and change and adjust and move forward. So if you believe that you are holding yourself back, that's a good starting place because now you know you can overcome that. But if you haven't yet acknowledged it, then you're never going to get to the starting line. Taking the action won't happen. So if you want to build confidence in some area that is just scaring you to death, take a forward step towards the thing that scares you. Just do it. Like lean into it because that's going to give you power. That's going to give you confidence. It'll give you feedback. It'll give you data. It will give you something to work with. And then all of a sudden, those actions you're taking over time, that will improve your confidence. It will improve your abilities. It will improve your skills. This is the path forward. It's not complicated, right? This is very direct and simple. But somehow, us humans find ways to just not do the thing we know we should be doing. That's just the name of the game here. Lesson number six from the book. Uh, Once again, this is The Confident Mind by Dr. Nate Zenzer. Number six is what he calls the CBA routine. CBA stands for cue the conviction, breathe the body, and attach the attention. These are some specific things he breaks down about ways to enter the arena in a more powerful way. I didn't quite find this conversation to be as personally helpful, but I think that depending on the way that you approach uh, any fearful scenario, these things can actually play out in a really powerful way. So let me explain these things one by one here. Cue the conviction is basically a way of saying, I know what I'm doing well enough to take action, right? I'm going to acknowledge like, okay, let's begin my personal conviction of this is what I know to be true about this next uh, activity. Here's what I know to be true about what I'm about to do. It's it's kind of those, those positive statements you're reinforcing. Breathe the body then is what I'm basically personally envisioning as a calm Superman, Right, you're standing in the Superman stance. You've got your your hands on your hips, your chest is pushed out, you're inhaling deeply. You have this real sense of of power and gratitude and execution, this real sense of like I am physically ready to take this thing on. I have used this before and it works. I, I will just it straight up works. There's a lot of power in breathing techniques, in physicality, in posture. That if you are experiencing fear in the moment and you try this, it will help. It's not the only answer, but it's definitely an effective strategy. Uh, the final component here is what he calls attach the attention, which in, in, in simple terms here is to scan the room, right? You're attaching your attention to what's going on. You're looking around the arena. Uh, you might, there's people, you're smiling, making eye contact. You are connecting with your environment. So in this way, you are once again acknowledging reality. We're going to execute on this thing in a certain place. And I want to be sure that I'm familiar with it, that I have scanned it. I know my surroundings. And so once you've done these steps, right, you've acknowledged your conviction of here's what I'm here to do. I have physically prepared myself with the right you know, posture and stance. And I've really taken a scan of the environment to know where I'm at. Well, at that point, you're ready. You begin, you execute, you confidently do your thing. In a nutshell, those are some of the key lessons from the book that all add up to the final step, which is to leverage and record your own affirmation. I'm not going to discuss the exact step-by-step 
instructions for how to record this because number one, the book has a very specific criteria for that to work. And also I don't want to steal his thunder. What I will say about the affirmations though, is that the crux of it is to record a bunch of statements, audio recording of a bunch of statements that are true about the thing you are trying to do on race day, right? The performance day, the execution day. And you're going to listen to this on repeat until these things become so baked into your psyche, your subconscious, that on the day of, you just do it. It just flows. A subconscious execution of the thing you came to do because you knew what to expect, you were ready for it, you were prepared, it's no big deal. Not a thing. Because you recorded something that was written in such a way that acknowledged the things you're focusing on, the actionable, positive steps to push you forward. All of that is really kind of a highbrow way of saying, I acknowledge my fear. I acknowledge there's something I can do to directly face it. And here it is in a recorded like MP3 version. Here is an acknowledgement of my reality. And if I listen to this on repeat, it's going to beef me up, strengthen me, allow me to have what I need to do the thing I came to do. I find that to be very empowering. Uh, it's, I have not personally recorded my own affirmation yet. That is on my to-do list of things I want to try. Um, and I would be very curious to hear if you experience something like this or you've used an affirmation before. Uh, I want to hear what your experience has been with that. Uh, you can email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com. Uh, I would like to know specifically, number one, do you think affirmations work? And if so, what, in what way? How are you using them in a way that allows you to either overcome a fear or execute on a task or uh, a, a new mindset, a new positive look on life or whatever the thing may be? Because from my perspective on a personal growth level, affirmations can have a ton of power. There is a lot of potential in this arena and one that I would like to to tap into going forward. Uh, so if you have a past experience that is positive, let me know. If you have a negative experience, I'd also want to hear that at least the perspective of knowing what parts of affirmations may not work and why. So we can find a really good forward-moving uh, action step here for, for all of us in this community of the 5A Miracle high-achieving uh, group we have here. So anyway, once again, email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com with your experience and affirmations. And now let's get to that lovely action step this week to wrap this thing up with a nice pretty bow. And here we are with the action step this week. Of course, go read this book and record your own affirmation. The Confident Mind by Dr. Nate Zenzer really breaks down this idea that we all know is true. Fear is debilitating. Having a rock-solid plan to overcome your fears is incredibly liberating. And the tools in this book are actionable and surprisingly helpful, at least from my perspective. You know, affirmations when written just for you and with the right language choices they can pinpoint your scenario with impeccable accuracy and then help you overcome literally anything you're trying to overcome. JeffSanders.com slash 480 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe to this podcast or follow an Apple podcast and Spotify. JeffSanders.com slash subscribe will give you a few apps to choose from. That's all I've got for you here on the 5am Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins bright and early.
Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.